Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. You're listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. This is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. Here with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including feng shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field. Together, we will discover supportive trade partners, new ideas, creatives, and inspiring artists from around the world. I am your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Hello, and welcome to episode 95 of the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. Today, I am sharing my top five tips to creating your own interior design business. I get a lot of questions from our one-on-one sessions about launching, what do I need to do to get my interior design business up and running? And I'm gonna share those top five tips with all of you today. Before we start, I'm gonna go ahead and open up our space by lighting a beautiful candle. Again, connecting with that spirit of fire, creativity, passion, desire, all those wonderful things that we associate with the element of fire and I'm going to pull a card and today's card is coming from the radiant crystal card deck by Bouchette design today's card is Mukite Jasper this is the energy of nurturing grounding and awareness it's the vibration number five and it's connected to our root. So grounding centered energy. It's got this beautiful sort of maroon color, a little bit of mustard in there. And the affirmation is I am whole and draw in the energies of the grounded earth. Mukite Jasper brings in peace and a sense of wholeness. It helps through difficult times and encourages acceptance of change. It shields against negative energy while eliminating blockages. It promotes new creative ideas. I love it. Um, yes, that beautiful Virgo energy of wholeness, being whole all onto oneself, not needing a counterpart or another person to complete you, which we don't need. We have it all within ourselves to be a complete whole person. And um, when we are designing, we also want to design with the whole person in mind. So it's just a beautiful affirmation of connection with the wholeness of a person. We can't design just part of a house or part of a person without the whole um, concept of somebody that's going to be living in there. So I just love the idea of, of 
the whole part. Okay, so getting into our top five tips to creating your interior design business, my first tip is to really define your niche. As a holistic interior designer, um, you really want to hone in on your ideal niche. Just being a holistic interior designer is pretty nichey. Um, I feel like it's becoming more mainstream. More people are learning about it and including it into their services. So you're going to want to stand out in this industry by maybe incorporating some feng shui, um, sustainability, biophilic design, human design. Uh, there's all kinds of little parts and pieces that you can really define your niche by not just being a holistic interior designer. Because like I said, I feel like being a holistic interior designer is just gone big, right? I feel like everyone's a holistic interior designer. So really honing in on what is it in particular that you do? Do you focus on children's rooms, babies' rooms, um, you know, women that just got out of a relationship, people going in through transition after losing a loved one. There's so many different parts and pieces. I can also see holistic interior design for widows or people, like I said, that have lost somebody and they're recreating their life in their current space. But still honoring you know their partner and re-identifying who they are as a person so there's so many little niches that you can create within your own personal design story tip number two is to really build your brand as a holistic interior designer your brand really needs to reflect your values and your unique approach to design like i said with your niche make sure that your branding is consistent across all of your marketing materials so really having that same brand voice and messaging um, throughout your website, social media profiles, your business cards, your brand should convey a sense of um, calmness, comfortness, mindfulness, intentionality, or any of those other words that you really want to connect your brand with. It doesn't have to be those, obviously. You can pick um, some keywords and some values. So within the Design Coven, we have a studio firm, which is called Design Coven Studio. And as a group, we got together and really brainstormed and worked out what are our values. And to do that, we created a huge list and then we kind of narrowed things down. And then we explained why certain values meant a certain thing or how that meant a certain thing. And then we finalized our values. So I want to share with you the, the values for the Design Kevin Studio as an interior design firm, just to give you an example of what this could look like. So it's not just a single word, but it's actual meaning and purpose behind it. Uh, value number one is holistic approach. We approach design from a holistic perspective, taking into consideration not only the aesthetic and functional aspects of a space, but also the emotional and energetic impact it has on its inhabitants. So that's value number one. Value number two is sustainability. We prioritize sustainability in our projects from selecting eco-friendly materials to promoting sustainable practices such as recycling and repurposing. We source high quality locally made goods when possible with the intention that these items are passed down to the next generation as heirlooms. Number three, collaboration and partnership. We believe that collaboration is essential to creating meaningful and impactful design. We work closely as a team encompassing a hive mentality within the studio where we can benefit from different perspectives and experiences where we share information as a group at a rapid pace versus learning slowly individually. We are particular with our partners to ensure 
sustainable and responsible sourcing is practice when designing spaces with integrity. And our last value here is called energetic elevation. We believe that design has the power to elevate the human spirit and create spaces that promote inner peace, mindfulness, and increase the flow of energy in spaces. Through intentional design choices, such as the use of natural materials, incorporation of art and symbolism, and the creation of sacred spaces, we strive to create environments that inspire and uplift the soul. So you can see there's a little bit more going into just, you know, a word of integrity or trust or honesty. Um, there's, there's more behind it. So I challenge you to narrow down your values to three to five and give it some meaning behind it. Create paragraphs behind those values so that you have something to stand behind and you feel it uh, within yourself, in your business. And that is our filter when we are designing projects. We make sure that we are hitting those aspects uh, throughout the design process. Tip number three. This is huge and I've spoken about this before and this is all about networking. So network, network, network. Networking is crucial, crucial, crucial when designing a new design business. It's especially important in the design industry just because it's all about who you know and not, and not in a sense of like knowing celebrities or people above you. It's really about who um, you can connect with to get you to the next step or to the next level and not in a way of using people. You know, I spoke about the book, Who Not How. So it's really about partnering and connecting with people and networking with people to help each other, promote each other and to get our, each other into different levels. So it's really up-leveling your game by connecting and network. And um, I do this a lot within the design coven, within our design firm, because I believe that coming together in this beautiful hive mentality of taking everyone's experience and learning from it and growing in that way versus just trying to do it on ourselves, trying to learn ourselves. I know there might be a thought behind like getting in there and doing it yourself and starting from the ground up and um, asking for help but it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to collaborate with other people. It's okay to hire somebody to help you get to the next level. That way you are building each other up uh, versus you know climbing over each other. And with networking, there's so many events that you can attend um, within the design community. You can join organizations and I highly, highly, highly recommend joining the Design Coven because we go to networking events together. So you don't have to do it alone and feel awkward because you don't know anybody. Uh, when you come to a design coven event, you're with me, you're with other designers, we support each other. And it, I will always introduce you to anyone that I know that I feel will be a good fit as a partnership or some sort of a collaboration. So another reason to join Design Coven. And our next tip is tip number four, and that is embracing technology. As an interior designer, um, technology can be a game changer for your new business. There are many, many tools and platforms available for you to streamline your process, to reach new clients. We all know about social media, showcasing your work. Um, that's just a beautiful platform to share more of what you wanna do. And I recommend just sharing the pieces and the projects that you wanna do. You don't wanna share projects that um, you're not proud of or that you aren't happy about doing because we don't want any more of those. We want more of the projects that you love. And one of the other tools that I highly recommend, of course, is House Pro. 
I use it for my management system within my interior design business. So it manages all my invoices, my purchase orders, and makes communication with my clients super easy. And it lets me share ideas to the clients. It creates tear sheets. I can do my floor plans on there. It's amazing. So House Pro, there is an affiliate link in there for you. If you don't use House Pro, I recommend using some sort of project management system because it's a huge, huge, huge time saver. And it's going to help you with frustration and um, get you to that next level and help streamline things. So if you're not using House Pro, get some sort of management system. I don't care what it is. Just don't do it all manually because you're going to drive yourself crazy. And then lastly is tip number five, which is continuously educate yourself. I can't stress that enough in the interior design business. Um, it's consistently, constantly evolving. So it's important to stay up to date with all the latest technologies and trends. I'm not one to really follow a lot of trends, but sometimes it's nice to know what the trends are so that you can kind of step away from that and know like in a head, like two years from now when your project's done, oh my gosh, this is, you know, another trend. Um, it's not taking you to the next level, but it's always nice to know, to be aware of those sorts of things so that you know what people are going to come in asking you for, and then you can kind of put your own spin on it. So take online classes, attend workshops, read books. There's blogs, podcasts like this to help you stay informed, to help you stay inspired. Um, so that you can grow as an interior designer, help you add more value to your clients. You have to be on that cutting edge, knowing what's going on. And if there's an easy way to do this, it's through the Design Coven. Again, uh, we do learning workshops every month. So we have product training and business practices, uh, along with setting attentions and group coaching. So that's three times a month. That's all virtual. And then if you're here in person in San Diego, we have two additional meetings where we are visiting a physical showroom, uh, learning how to collaborate with that showroom. How do you get samples, placing orders, pricing new products that are coming in, product training within them. And then we also do an artist studio tour. So I introduce the Design Coven with a local artist here in the San Diego County. Uh, we will get to visit their art studio or art gallery to learn more about them because it's such a beautiful thing to add original art into our design spaces so that we're not just purchasing art from a big box store that's seen in, you know, several thousand houses. Um, it's very original and unique to that space, which is why somebody is hiring you as an interior designer. They want you to represent them, to showcase your personality and style in their home. They don't want to go into a showroom and pick page 15 out of the catalog. Um, that's not why they're hiring you. So being able to be connected with a local artist is a huge asset for you as an interior designer. So those are my top five. We have defining your niche. Number two was building your brand and your values. And uh, number three is networking. Number four was embracing technology. And number five is education. I know it could be overwhelming and it could be stressful not knowing where to start as a new interior designer. And if that's the case for you, I invite you to come join the Design Coven. We do have a free tier, so everyone is invited. Um, and then we have the virtual tier where you are learning product training, business practices, and group coaching. And in person, of course, all of those plus in-person events. So yeah, I just encourage all of you to join us to get more information to learn from not just me, but other interior designers, because um, we're here for you. And 
if, if there's anything that you need, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm very open. I will share what knowledge I do have so that you're not doing this alone. It can be very daunting. And yeah, I'm here for you. So I just want to say thank you again to all the members in the Design Coven because we wouldn't be able to have this podcast without our Design Coven members. So thank you so much for subscribing and being part of our membership program. If you have any questions or want to just connect with me, feel free to get in touch with me on Instagram. It's my first and middle name, Rachel Lorraine, and it's R-A-C-H-E-L-L-A-R-R-A-I-N-E. And I'd be happy to chat with you. Alrighty, until next time, take care and happy designing. You've been listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. If it's one that you have been enjoying, please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers. And if you're looking for mentorship, I invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person events. So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry, Blake Ferris, for all of her special help with the podcast, our social media posts, newsletter, and lastly, Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer. Until next time, be well, and we will see each other soon.